You got the double today. Cook and cook. Shall we pray? Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your presence with us. And I pray that you'll help us to understand what you want us to hear as we think about it today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, hello. My name's Esther, and I occasionally speak and lead here. And I am married to Brad. And you will have noticed our two precious daughters at the front. Uh, Caitlin is nearly 11 and about to start big school. Scary, scary. And Karis is six. And uh, in my day job, I'm a teacher. So whenever we have visitors, I look around and feel sorry if there's anyone who walks in and goes, oh, it's Mrs. Cook. So apologies if there's anyone here who's thinking that. Um, One of my greatest loves in life is to look at the Bible and to work out how doing life with Jesus can change and shape the whole of my life. And I know that's true for an awful lot of us here. And today's talk is about jigsaws. And you all go, what? But I don't know who likes doing a good jigsaw. Anyone got one on the go at the moment? There's a few around the room. Karis is six and she loves jigsaws. Her greatest achievement in life is to put the last piece into the jigsaw and to see it completed. And it is a great source of frustration for me that my daughter who is not very good at uh, putting things away, should have a hobby that involves not losing tiny pieces. Because, of course, as all parents know, that is exactly the way it goes. Karis has got some beautiful jigsaws. In fact, I think Marcel and Jeanette gave her one of a geography of the world that she absolutely loves. Uh, she's got princesses galore. You know, Karis and jigsaws, that is, that is her thing. But the key focus for us today is that it's not one little jigsaw piece that brings Karis joy. She doesn't take that piece to school all the time, but actually it's when the pieces are put together, you see where I'm going, that it shows the design and it shows the big picture. And it's exactly the same with our lives. God's designed each of us to be unique and beautiful, a lovely piece crafted by the maker in our own ways. It says in Ephesians 2, you looked at a few weeks ago, We are God's workmanship, his masterpiece, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. It's only together that we become the picture, that our whole picture makes sense, especially when it comes to the matter of finding and fulfilling our life's purpose, which is the subject today. So the main point today, starting at the end, is this. If you want to make sense of your life and find and fulfill your life's purpose, you won't get the answer by just looking at your life on its own. Your life will only make sense when you look at God's bigger picture. And actually that's a lovely place to start at a baptism service because we recognise as we welcome through baptism that we're thanking God for the part that we each play in the big picture that he has for the church and therefore the big picture he has for everyone. And at the end of today's verses, we've just heard that God's big picture is this and it says it in in Bible language and then I'm just going to try and say it again in um, some slightly different words. So it says that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. 
And my understanding of that is that it means that God's picture, his big message, when all the pieces are put together, is that God is known and that his beautiful, manifold or multicoloured wisdom is known to the world and to all that exists. God wants to be known because he loves us and because he's the source of goodness. And so he wants people to know him. And so he puts the church together. And when we together show this picture to the world, it shows what God is really like. The church is like God's jigsaw. And when you put together all the pieces, the big picture is a message which tells the world how awesome God is. So, just to come back, today's chapter is Paul telling us about his own piece of the jigsaw. Where does he fit? And then explaining how his piece fits into God's big picture of the church. And there are three key messages, because there have to be three key messages, clearly, because it's the Church of England talk. But the three key messages are that God has a part for us all to play, that God has a people for us all to reach, so a part, a people, and can you guess the last letter? A place for us to be. So a part, a people, and a place, because they all have to begin with the same letter as well. So God has a part for us to play. Now, some of us, me mainly, don't have the patience for big puzzles, especially because we have got to the end of puzzles. This is a bit of a confession. And gone to put the last piece in, and the last piece isn't there. I don't know whether that has ever happened to any of you, but it has often happened to me. Not many people, me included, would say, oh well, doesn't matter, we were nearly there, great, what a lovely almost picture. No, we would hunt, we would hunt high and low until we found the missing piece. And then we would fit the piece into the puzzle and have that sense of completion. And that is the picture that God gives of how he feels about us. Think about the good shepherd going and looking for his missing sheep. He doesn't want any of us to be missing from the puzzle. He goes to find us and rescue us and fit us into his picture because he has a part for each one of us to play. Individually, we don't just make up the pieces, but we play our own unique role. And that piece is needed. You might be the only corner piece. You might be the only piece that's your shape that fits exactly where you are. And if you're not there, then the other pieces around you are going to feel that. Now that's really interesting because I want to just, there's lots I want to hold in the message today. And I just want to say that this isn't just this church or the church at this time. This is God's people across history. And so it's right that we thank God for the lives of those who've been such a huge part in the jigsaw for us, but aren't physically sitting with us anymore. And so together we mourn. And we've mentioned Robin today, Mrs. Gross, the headmistress at the Cedars. There are those very dear to us who have gone to be with Jesus, but their peace is in the jigsaw. And their lives are showing us the picture of how awesome God is. And I remember, Sandra, that we had exactly this picture, didn't we? When we remember George. So today's passage talks about the essential parts we all play in the jigsaw. Another way of saying this would be to say that it talks about the essential purpose we have in God's plan. 
Having a part or a purpose in God's plan is a gift to us. He doesn't just give us the gift of being his friend. He gives us the gift of having a job, of being in his jigsaw. And in verse 2, Paul says, Surely you have heard about the administration of George's grace, that was of God's grace, I've got George on the brain now, Sandra, of God's grace that was given to me for you. This is the gift of purpose. In the same, in verse 7, I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given to me through the working of his power. Paul knew that not only his salvation, but his calling as an apostle, his life's purpose, was a gift of God's grace. And he goes on in chapter 4 to highlight what was true for him and is true for every single Christ follower. To each one, grace has been given as as Christ apportioned it. So the question is, if God has a purpose or a special part or even a special job for you and me, and has uniquely gifted us to fulfil that purpose, how do we know what God's purpose is? Could be a really long talk, so I'm going to give you some quick headlines and then you can think about them. And the three ways thinking here about how God helps us to know his purpose is by revelation. When we sense God speaking to us, and we feel that we just know, and sometimes we talk about, don't we, knowing in our knower, I've heard that said lots, that we just know that God is speaking to us and we feel it and it feels like something really different. But sometimes it's about other people, it's about consultation and we need to talk to others around us to know what God is saying. And sometimes it's about doing, it's about just trying, stepping out, experimenting and learning to do what God's calling you to do by just doing it. And one of my most favourite sayings is that God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. It's not a static thing. The more we get involved, the more we will understand what our special part is and our special purpose. You don't have to wait on the outside to think you know what it is and then wait until it's been confirmed a hundred times and then do it. Sometimes you've just got to step and then you'll find that you're in the right place. Time doesn't matter. It's something you were born for. It's a lifelong mission. And this is the next bit where I will try hard not to cry. But it's for exactly this reason that Brad and I are taking our girls and following God's call to explore how church can work for those who don't come into a building at the moment. We believe we've heard from God, we've prayed long and hard with friends, and now we're stepping out. That's exactly where we're at in the next part of our journey. So God has a part for us all to play, whether it's at Pippin Gyms, whether it's in the next town, or whether it's abroad. I believe that there is even possibly a person or some people here today who God is calling abroad to serve in other countries. And as I was preparing this, I wondered if perhaps there's someone here who's thinking, yeah, actually, I'm really feeling a call to something. You know, please, let's, let's use this perhaps as part of the time to test that, and we'd love to pray with you. So firstly, God has a part for each of us in his big jigsaw. And secondly, God has a people for us to reach. God's put us all on the earth and rescued us by grace and given us a unique shape. But it's so that we fit with others and so that we can introduce other people to the fantastic Lord Jesus. And the Bible says if we lose our lives, we'll find them. That means that if we spend our whole lives proclaiming Jesus's message and how great Jesus is, because if I tried to proclaim how great Esther is, you'd all stand up and go, Esther, yeah, but that and that and that, and that, it would just not work. But if I stand and tell you how great Jesus is 
Actually, I find a purpose. I find a fulfilment. I find a reality that otherwise life wouldn't make sense. You will never find your true purpose by living just for yourself. You will find your true purpose when you live beyond yourself and see others transformed. The Apostle Paul was very clear about the people God had given him, and that was the Gentiles, the people that aren't Jews. And he starts the reading today with Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles. He was called by Jesus. He was in prison for Jesus. He was sharing Jesus' plan for the Gentiles. And in verse 3 to 6, we see that Gentiles share together in the promise of God. And in verse 8, he sums it up as saying, to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. And it's the same for you and me. Our special purpose and part to play is in fitting into exactly the bit of the world God's put us. So if you don't know which part you're meant to be in, it's probably because it's where you've been put. To be Jesus in our workplace, in our neighbourhoods, in our social sphere, in our jobs. Our jobs and our routine, the thing we do every day, are not just the things we do every day. They are the way that we show Jesus to the places that we go. So as we respond to deadlines, as we listen to people's stories, as we take a turn making the tea, as we solve the conflicts, we are being Jesus in those places. We are playing our part in showing the big picture of who God is to the world. You're not just going to work. You're going, being Jesus, taking God's picture of who he is to the world. And next week is Vocation Sunday, and I know there's going to be lots more about that on Twitter and across the media. Uh, Rose and Martin kindly sent me through some information about that, and it really resonated with me. So if you're interested, go online, have a look about Vocations Sunday. Because my prayer is for an integrated life where Sunday and Monday merge, where God is worshipped constantly and coherently. And I don't always do that very well, but it's something I want to learn to do. We've been given a part to play and a people to serve, part and people. So the last one is God has a place for you. So back to our jigsaw. Each piece is supposed to make up the whole. But if you just have lots of pieces, believe you me, you have a massive mess in your front room. It takes fitting together to find the pieces you are supposed to be connected to. Ephesians 3, 6. Another picture of church is members together of one body. It has been my absolute privilege to be part of this family for 23 years, since I was 14. And uh, Margaret Scott took me by the hand and took me over to Pathfinders and kind of uh, shoved me in. And there we are. Um, And I met Christy on that first day and um, we've been connected to you in lots of ways and we still will view you as our family for the whole of our lives there's people that we've served with through music through small groups through youth work children's work at the worship centres remember those days social action the noise you've let us create some havoc in this place and we're very grateful Uh, and that's how we're meant to do life it's meant to be a rich tapestry of pieces joining together um And Pip and Jim's is part of a very beautiful picture of God's big story. Brad and I have been through a process recently of working out what other pieces God wants us connected to. But that doesn't change the fundamental truth that as God's family, we all stay connected to each other. 
So I wonder what pieces God's calling you to within this community, how you can connect to others in this place and in the world. Can you connect to other people through serving? I wonder what small groups you're meant to be part of. Perhaps you'd like to connect through the community choir. That's what I'm intending to join today. Caitlin joined last week and I heard it was absolutely fantastic. So I'm sure I'm allowed to do a shameless plug for the community choir. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, The children's work, home groups, spaces. There might be ways that whatever it is for you, there's a place in this picture. This might be the first day you've come. You might have come for years. But I wonder where the pieces are that for you, you're meant to be fitting in. Because your special piece will fit with people around you. And this picture of us as members of a body is hugely significant in Paul's understanding of our purpose as Christians. He picks up on this again in chapter 4 when he talks about the body growing strong and healthy. It says, Speaking the truth in love, we will all grow up into him who is the head that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Sometimes people think they are insignificant or that they're not needed. But this is not true. I wonder if you've ever damaged a ligament. If you have, you'll know how important ligaments are. Before you think, there are so many others willing to serve, I don't need to be involved, stop and think. It's not just about you. It's about God and about those around us. You are not just on your own. You have a crucial part to play. So when each member plays his or her part, all functioning as God designed, the church is glorious. It is the hope of the world. It is a many-coloured display of the wisdom and grace of God. So, thank you for listening. I am coming into land, as many good preachers before me have said. But as I finish, I want to leave you with the message that you are all loved individually and uniquely by God. And that each of you, of us, together, have a special part to play in the big picture of showing the world God's glory. And as we go to work, go to the shops, spend time with friends, we're not on our own. We're part of a worldwide, history-wide picture. So when all the parts of this picture are put together, they shout out the beauty and the wisdom of God. So don't give up. Let's take our comfort, our hope, our purpose, and our direction from him. And know again, from him, the whole body, joined and held together, by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Amen.